This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. It's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your hosts for the next radio hour, the mortgage mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. All right, good afternoon. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. This is show 962, Dan. So how are you? My co-host, Deanne Katsaris, the mortgage mom. The crowd just loves her. (laughs) She could walk into the link and that would happen. You know what? I was just going to say something like that, but I doubt that that would happen. But yeah, Um, I'm doing great, Mark. Good. So we're excited to be. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say I'm going to be dancing soon. I'm going to be playing tennis. Getting back Good. to the gym another couple days, and I will be off the cane. Yeah, take the easy with the gym stuff. No way. <laughs> no way. I- All, right. All right. So we're excited to be talking to you every Saturday at 1 o'clock here on WPHT Talk Radio and also on Odyssey. If you want to give us a, a, a call about anything, residential, <laughs> commercial mortgages, real estate, anything we can answer your questions, a lot of people call us. My number is 267-266-5501. What's your number, Deanne? My number is 609-605-7153. We're here to keep you informed in the real estate market. We're the only real estate show in town, and the media is doom and gloom. It's not that bad, trust me. So what's coming up today? So coming up on today's show, Mark, we have the market report. Yes. We have our business tips with asking Dr. A, Eastern Time. We also have Mark's funny story. We got one for you. And we have our mortgage mom topic today. Which is what? Saving the deals. Saving deals. All right. Mark, we also have our questions. First question is, there is a tree located in our backyard that is half on our property and half on our neighbor's property. Can we cut it down? That's a great question because we just had this this incident at our investment property. Next question is, within a short time after buying our home, the heating system failed. It will cost several thousand dollars to replace. Do we have any recourse? Hmm. Next question is, if I had a property management license, do I need a real estate license to sell real estate? Next question is, is there ever a time not to buy an income property? Mark, we also have our topic of the day, which is, is the remodeling boom over or just on pause? Yes. 
Wait till I tell you what's going on in my house. (laughs) But Mark, first, give us your motivational quote. And a motivational quote is, one can choose to go back towards safety or forward toward growth. Growth must be chosen again and again, and fear must be overcome again and again. I like it. So so for all the S's and C's out there that second guess everything, you got to take some chances. You never <laughs> take a chance, nothing happens. That's right. So, so where are we at? So Mark, we are up to the market report. And there is Frank's bell. So Philly Metro housing is showing signs of continuing competition as prices are rising, and they still are. Days on the market fell. While the spring market saw a seasonal uptick in activity, it's not as busy as it would have been during the more typical spring, with March sales being down compared to a year ago, significantly lower than before the pan scamic that we should have never had. However, the region's housing market is picking up this spring. Bright, our MLS in our area, suggests that the housing will stabilize and gather steam in the second half of 2023. They they are examining March 23 market report, Philly metro area, and analyzing all the key factors and closings and growth. And, you know, they're thinking that things are going to start picking up. Philly metro housing market had higher closed sales, more showing activities, and homes selling more quickly in the spring market of 23. However, the market is still core than normal, and March sales were down compared to a year ago and significantly lower than before the pandemic, of course. And so, you know, they're showing that the the monthly gains from its limited classifications in January, an index for Philadelphia area was 83. They have these weird indexes like nobody understands. But anyway, the key findings were March sales were down compared to a year ago, also significantly lower like before the pandemic. Median days on the market took a dive from three weeks in January, February to 13 uh, days in March. So days on the market's really low. New pending sales in March 23, Philadelphia Metro, were 25% lower than March of 22. Mm. And that's the, I think that's some of what to do with the Biden administration and this inflation of fear and people not understanding that it's a great time to sell. Medium price rose 5.5% year over year, the fastest price growth amongst most major metro areas in the Mid-Atlantic. Inventory in Philly Metro was less than 40% of what it was in 19, 40% lower than 19. And the forward-looking home demand index suggests that while housing market is picking up this spring, the typical seasonal bump is smaller this year than it was a year ago. So... Like we're still appreciating in our market where prices are not going down. And like the, the, this market, this spring market, which actually starts in January, is slower than the year before. But all in all, I mean, the real estate market now, there, I see agents on Facebook complaining, you know, and uh, doom and gloomers. And then I see other agents that are lead generating correctly doing like 10 sales a month. You know, it, Mark, I just had I just had a sales meeting um, last week with my with my crew. And that's exactly what I said to them. You know, we can get sucked up in this market um, and go with all the doom and gloom or it's June 
Let's bust it out from now until the end of the year. There are people that want to buy houses. Yeah, there are there houses being sold. There's 6.7 million people in Philly Metro. Somebody's buying and selling. There was Now, the agents that are waiting for that phone call because they sent the Philly schedule right. out, yeah, they're doing one deal a month. That's exactly the what I said. The ones that are making five phone calls a day and talking to people, yep. all of a sudden, the people they're talking to tell them about somebody else that's looking to buy or sell. That's exactly what and the conversation was, yep. And they're fine. Yeah. I hate when I see these doom and gloomers complaining about you know all this stuff. So and then all and then all the experts. I posted something on Facebook. It seems like if there's so many real estate experts, how come we don't all have any listings? Right, right. <laughs> Everybody's a coach. There was there's a house in Cherry Hill last week, two bedroom, two bath, under three hundred thousand dollars. There was a hundred and forty seven showings on this one house, and a hundred and twenty offers. Went in. Wow. How that, do you even manage 120 offers? Right? But it's doom and gloom. Nobody's out there shopping for a home. Yeah. Every open house is like it's going to a funeral. There's a line at the door. It's mayhem. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, tell us about the rates. So the rates have come down a little bit, um, which is excellent. It's always news that we want to hear. Your 30 year fix is at 6.75%. Your 15 is at 6.375. Your FHA is at 3.3. I'm sorry. I wish. Your 30-year on an FHA is 6.50. And your VA for 30-year is 6.50. And when's the next time they're thinking about messing with the rates? Is it this week or next week? It's next week. Next week. I I don't think they're going to do anything, to be honest. Well, the debt ceiling had a lot to do with, you know, bringing down the rates. And I think, I think we're going to see another tick down. Um, but again, you know, you're talking, you're not talking about major swings. So I think people, you know, if you're going to buy, get out there and start buying. Um, you know, we keep saying it over and over again, and now it's just become a cliche, but you marry the house and you date the rate. There's no reason not to. Get out there and get in the game. And there was a big article in the Inquirer about uh, renters in Philly, uh, about how expensive it is and how the rents are going up again and the 48% of Philly. They're just going to get hammered next year if they don't start buying. I mean, that's going to keep going up and up. That's not going to be down. Yeah, agreed. All right. So with that, you're listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive all the time. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. If you're planning on listing your home for sale, get your home updated and don't pay anything until the house sells. Really, it's that simple. Curbio, your first stop with your agent before you list the property and your one stop for getting everything from painting and flooring to full home renovations. Go to Curbio.com, sell your home for a higher list price and realize an average 215% return on investment. It's stress-free, it's turnkey, and the process is easy. Go to Curbio.com. 
Philadelphia Real Estate Classes is the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, serving all of Pennsylvania. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Their pre-licensing course has a $150 down payment to get started and a total cost of only $499, including the book, day, night, and weekend courses too. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katsaros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive, all the time. <laughs> so are we at, Deanne? Well, apparently you've had a lot of something, maybe coffee. coffee Lots or, of coffee. Yeah, since, you know, since we started the show. So welcome back. <laughs> but my topic is going to well, No, be- we're up to uh, the funny story. Oh, see, I was so excited to do my topic. All right, we are up to your funny story. All right, I got a short one for you. So this woman goes on a business trip overseas, leaving her husband behind to look after the house and the kids. After a few days, she calls up to see how everything is. He goes, everything's fine. The kids are finally sleeping okay without you here. My boss is giving me an extra week off until you're back. Oh, I forgot to say, though, the cat's dead. She got hit by a car. Oh, wife goes, sh- what? She goes, what? She goes, are you serious? Why couldn't you have broken it to me more gently? He goes, what do you mean? He goes, you know, you know how much I love that cat. You could have lied to me, just build it up gradually. Like you could have said she was stuck on the roof. Tomorrow the fire department's coming to go over to rescue her. And day after that, she fall, broke her leg. And then on Friday, you could have told me she passed away peacefully in her sleep. You know, just don't blurt out the cat's dead. The man apologizes. The wife hangs up, angry at him. After a few days, she calls back to apologies. Because you know, I'm sorry I snapped at you. She goes, "These meetings have just been really brutal over here and stressful." She goes, "How you doing?" He goes, "We're all good." Johnny got a certificate for swimming 100 meters. Molly says she wants a pony for Christmas. Oh, and I nearly forgot. Your mom's stuck on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> that was cute. That was cute. If you have a funny story. Please send me some stories. <laughs> I'm up to 962. Man. Jeez, Louise. It takes me longer to find a story than it does the market report. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a funny story, when you have a funny story, please send it to 8029 at Comcast.net or give us a call at 267-266-5501. Very good. So now it is time for the Mortgage Mom segment with Deanne Katsaris from Green Dream Mortgage. And our topic today is saving deals. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about this, Mark, because you and I have done this many times, and I think you're going through it right now. Splitting the baby. Yep, yep. But there in the last, I'm going to say in the last two months, there's been at least 10 deals where my realtors that I work with on a regular basis have called me and said, I need your help. And a lot of their buyers have gone on to um, the internet and filled out applications. Now, I'm not here to badmouth 
you know, any other mortgage company like Rocket Mortgage or any of those companies. I'm not here to talk badly <laughs> of them. I would never say their name, but there's more than a handful of deals where these people are not even running credit, no. collecting docs, checking out their savings account, giving them a closing cost estimate, actually telling the borrowers what their mortgage payment's going to be, or even what's needed to actually get a loan. I have a woman that came to me. She was under contract. She's with one of my um, top realtors other than Newmark. Um, she's with my realtor. They're under contract. They're past the home inspection. They're past the, you know, all the periods that need, like now is crunch time. So they call me and she, I talk to her, I have a conversation. I tell her what I need. She was, oh my God, I can't believe you need all this stuff to get a mortgage. And I said, well, would you send to the other company that pre-approved you? She said, nothing. She said, they just sent me <laughs> over pre-approval. I put an offer in and I got the deal accepted. I said, well, there's the problem. Now, as you go through and you collect all their docs, first of all, when I ran their credit, I get to look on the credit report to see if there's any inquiries right. within the last 120 days. There was none. So that means that the mortgage company that sent the pre-approval, it was they verified. They never credit. even ran their credit. So Louise. I'm not sure if the companies are too busy or they're hiring people nah. that don't know what they're doing. I'm not sure what the problem is. I think it's number two. <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. This, the second thing is I asked for all of their documents and they sent me the same two pages of the tax returns four times. So I finally call her. I said, I don't know if your scanner's stuck. I'm not sure what's going on. Blah, 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 blah. I find out that they never filed their tax returns. Oh. So now if you don't file tax returns and pay that bill that's at the end or are not on a payment plan, you're not going to be able to get a mortgage. Nope. The other thing is she had no idea what her mortgage pay and this, and I, I'm saying this one particular deal, but it's all of them. You know, people get so excited. They, which, which goes back to Mark, these agents are taking people out shopping without a pre-approval. Now these people happen to have That's a pre-approval, but it wasn't valid. So the, the agent and the mortgage lender are not communicating. So as soon as a pre-approval goes out, I'm calling my, my agent to let them know like, Hey, this is the pre-approval. This is how much it's for. And sometimes if somebody's looking in New Jersey or somebody's looking in Pennsylvania, their pre-approval is going to be different because the real estate taxes in New Jersey are going to be higher than they are in Pennsylvania. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> so their purchase price in New Jersey might be a little bit lower than it will be. And when I say Pennsylvania, I mean more Philadelphia. Um, no, Jersey's taxes are higher than anybody in the country. <laughs> They're number one in high taxes. Thanks. Anyway, keep thanks, going. Thanks, Mark. Um, but again, <laughs> that's going to play a difference. But when, when my buyers go out shopping, they know how much their closing costs are within $100. They know what their mortgage payment's going to be, including taxes, insurance, if there's an HOA fee, right? They know what that payment's going to be. They know when their first payment's going to be due. 
right? Because a lot of people don't realize what they get so excited is let's say I'm going to close on your house, Mark, in July, the beginning of July. You have no payment in July. You have no payment in August. Your first payment is September 1st, right? right? So people don't even realize that they get to skip two months. So if their lease isn't ending until the month that we're closing, they get a little funny and they won't put the offer in because they want to wait. Well, I can't make two mortgage payments, a rent and a mortgage payment. Well, you're not. If somebody explains to them exactly how it goes, but I'm kind of glad that there's a lot of people out there that, that don't know what they're doing because it just makes me better every day, right? I get to help people. I get to explain what the closing costs are. I get to explain what the payment is and, and help them guide them because maybe when I ask them, you know, well, how much are you thinking of purchase? And they tell me three fifty. Once I tell them what that payment is, they're like, oh no, we got to drop that down. Or you know what? I didn't think it was going to be that much. We could probably go a little bit higher. Most of them don't even have a clue what that payment is. A zero clue. They take a guess. Most of them say, because I remember I used to have buyers and say, well, I want to buy a house for like 200. I said, based on how did you come up with that number? Well, that's what we think we can right. afford. And then I'd like do closing costs. I said, wait a minute, you're a pre- you might be able to buy up to like 375. Yep. And then they're like, really? But you know, the one of the things though, when that one off deal that you were talking about, as a listing agent, I would have never accepted that offer on a pre-qualification that some VP said you're qualified for whatever that sales price was. It was a pre-approval. It was a pre-approval. Pre- it was a pre-approval. How do you do a pre-approval without running credit? I don't know. How do you get a pre-approval well, without having their tax returns and their W-2s and their pay stubs? I mean, you don't. Well, then that's that's a lie. That's not a pre-approval. Correct. That's a pre-qualification. That's what that is. Correct. You got a pulse? Yes, you're approved. Exactly. You know, that that's that's I would have been uh, now if I was the listing agent and I had a mortgage commitment date and I was finding trying to find out what's going on, I'd be fuming. So Mark, you know who's fuming is the buyer who more than likely is going to lose their ten thousand dollar deposit because yeah. they and were that, misled. And that agent that agent didn't do their job neither. That agent did them no favors. Yeah. Well, again, I mean, if you don't ask, the answer is no. no. But again, if you're looking to get a, a solid pre-approval and work with a solid team, we can certainly help you. So just reach out to us. You know, it doesn't cost anything to have a conversation. So reach out. No. It's 609-605-7153. And Mark and I will be more than happy to help you and guide you through this, this process. That's what it is, too, a process. And you got to do it all. All right. So we're going to take a break and then we're going to come back and answer questions, correct? Sounds good. All right. So with that, you're listening to Good News and Real Estate here on WPHT 1210, all positive all the time. We'll be right back. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account. We're member-owned and offer all the services you're looking for, like mobile banking and free ATM withdrawals. Visit our website at pfcu.com. 
We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katzeros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katzeros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. Philadelphia Real Estate Classes is the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, serving all of Pennsylvania. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Their pre-licensing course has a $150 down payment to get started and a total cost of only $499, including the book, day, night, and weekend courses too. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. So where are we at, Deanne? So, Mark, we are up to our question and answer segment. All right. So the first question is, there's a tree located in our backyard that is half on our property and half on our neighbor's property. Can we cut it down? This happens a lot. Well, we just had it with um, an investment property that we had where the tree was actually, you know, the, the trunk was on the neighbor's yard, right? The in the neighbor's yard. And then side. the tree is all over the fence and, and we couldn't cut it down. Like the neighbor has to take care of it. I know that, but usually what I try not done in the past, you know, you try to talk to the neighbors and work at a deal. I got one in the back behind the studio that goes up and hangs over my deck which I actually right. like because it blocks some sun, but the tree is actually on my back neighbor's property. But I trim it up on the deck because I don't want it too big. And he sure. and one time though, years ago, he went crazy and trimmed it because it was falling leaves on his roof and all. It's a garage roof behind me. That's why we never bother everybody in the studio. But he, I guess it was clogging the drains and he had somebody come and I went up on a deck and the whole thing was like cut so short. It was all gone. I was like, <laughs> damn, I mean, he could have ran that by me at least, you know, but, but now, now, now it's, he didn't have to, but now it's uh, pretty big again. So, but it this happens and sometimes, you know, there's no fence or something like that. And this tree, I remember I had one up in Warwick and it was a big tree and it was right on the property line. And half of this tree was on one side, half of this tree was the other. And the one neighbor, because the way the wind blew in their house, they wanted to cut that tree down. And the other neighbor was like, you ain't cutting that tree down. That's been there 100 years. And that was a big debate. So then they compromised and they trimmed it back. But it was like, you know, it sat right on the property line. And this thing was probably maybe three feet wide. You know, it was a big old tree. Yeah. So, you know, it's all according to how the property lines are and what, what's happening. And I remember I had a, a a situation in South Philly one time that uh, in a row house that a neighbor, they had a big fight, two neighbors. And the guy went out that morning, got a truckload of uh, cinder blocks. And by the time the neighbor came home from church, there was a cinder block wall in their backyard between the two, between oh, the two houses. That's not good. And, and technically, that's on both properties. So, you know, the other neighbor should have a say in that. 
Uh, what's the next Jeez. question? The next question is, within a short time after buying our home, the heating system failed. It will cost several thousand dollars to replace. Do we have any recourse? Uh, this is why you should buy a home warranty, because when the home inspector checks the house and the appraiser goes through, they check to see if it's working at that time. And if all of a sudden the thing goes and it's 20 years old or whatever, I mean, you know, it's just, it's just like a bad a washer going, dryer going. The yep. heater went. It was working fine when it was inspected. Now, if it, they hid something or it wasn't on when they did the inspections because it was 99 degrees out or something, I don't know. You, But most of the time, once you sign at the dotted line at settlement, it's as is. Right. So it's a good idea to get a home warranty. And most of the companies, will, there's a lot of companies that offer you a home warranty first year free anyway. And right. The, well, the realtors yeah, do. And, and yeah. one on the heating system. It's worth it. One on the heating system. You know, you guys got to watch them. Sometimes they're like insurance companies and they'll try to come out and find like a, a an extenuating circumstance that doesn't cover it. Right. But, uh, I just had a guy come out um, last weekend because my washer, my washer and dryer are like 20 years old, but they're, they work. They're great. And when it, when the washer runs, it sounds like it's literally going to take off. The guy said it sounds like a freight train on Broad Street, <laughs> but um, and he said, just use it until the drum actually drops. And then at that point, you're going to need a new one because to replace all those parts, it's going to be about $900 and you could probably get a new washer, you know, for around that. So he leaves, I throw a load of wash in and the whole thing burns up. Hmm. I'm like, I didn't even get an extra day out of him telling me I could continue to use it. Usually when they wreck like that, it's something out of balance or it's not level no it was the it was the arm of the drum and uh, it's it's from putting like overloading it exactly comforters and yeah, things like, like that my son and them. So, they, they think they can dry when they got the dryer they gotta bump that <laughs> bang against the door to close the dryer door and then they wonder why something in the middle is not dry right, yeah, right. right like use your head you know it's got to have some room move around uh, well, only put three comforters and two loads of wash in there. <laughs> oh my god! And the one thing that the guy told me was, you know, like we put in two pods because it's that what is it, the high energy efficient whatever. Uh, and the box tells you to put two pods in there when doing a wash. He said you only need one, so I'm excited. Yeah, and that new stuff. Do you see that one? It looks like uh, uh, the things you used to put in the dryer to keep up wrinkles. They have a new detergent, and then you just pull a sheet out and drop it in. Really? Yeah. No more plastic bottles or none of that. Yeah. And I'm sure that sheet has no chemicals on it whatsoever. Oh, so what's the next yeah. one? Anyway, the next question is, if I had a property management license, do I need a real estate license to sell real estate? I don't know how you got a property management license. Well, I guess you could get yeah. a property. It's according to the township. So if you were running, working in a certain township where they you applied to have a license to do rentals- that's different. But technically in Pennsylvania, to show apartments and write up leases, you need a real estate license. There was a big thing a few years ago. The real estate commission started cracking down. And all of a sudden right. I had all these property managers taking classes. Like because all of a sudden they they got they came in and all property management companies have to have a broker. And then they had all these people working for them that didn't have a license. And they were showing houses, writing up leases, 
getting, you know, managing. You need a, in Pennsylvania, you need a license to do that. Now, if you own a couple yourself and you manage them yourself, right. you got to get a, a license from the city, a rental license. A rental license, right. you don't need a real estate license. But if I, I, one of my teachers was complaining, one of my classes going on now is almost full with investors. And they don't want to hear all the bull in this course. All, have to you do, know, all right? the stuff that they're never ever going to use, but you need to pass the test. And they're all right. like complaining about she said almost her whole class is investors because they want access to the multiple listing service and LoopNet and all that. But they don't want to hear about all the other stuff that you no know, it's interesting with the real estate courses. Like most of the stuff most realtors don't use too much, but we're dealing with government. And that's what government thinks is important. So you right. got and you got to pass the test. So what's, you got to pass what's the, the test. Next one? All right. The next question is: Is there ever a time not to buy an income property? No, no, no. Oh yeah, there is a time when, when it, it when it's not a win win. I mean, oh, I mean, you know, I'm I'm, I'm thinking time like year month times. Okay. No. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to be. Personally, yeah, yeah, you want to be careful, but if it's a time-wise, like people are looking for markets up and down, no, there's always deals out there, no matter what more. I remember in 2008, I remember in the early 2000s, I did more flips in that seller's market where you would think you would have a hard time finding properties. I did more flips from 2002 to five than I ever did. And that was, we were in a seller's market. There's always opportunities. You just got to look for them. It's, right. it's a mindset. That's why the problem with the listings is really ticking me off with these agents. You know, most of them, they get a listing because they got a buyer that had to sell. But if I tell the agents, like in, in the early 2000s, I was 80, 20 listings. I used to try to avoid buyers, actually. Oh, listing, you're killing me. Listener, listings were so much simpler. I, I like buyers when they were buying my property, but like it's a mindset. If you're looking for things, you'll find them. If you're not right. looking, you won't. There's always deals. Always, no, I don't care what the market is. In 2008, a lot of people bought houses and sold houses in the worst real estate market in history. All right. That was a good questions and answer. And coming up next is going to be our topic of the day. Is the remodeling boom over or just on pause? All right. All right. So th with that... You're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive all the time. We'll be right back. Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at mortgagemom.net. Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katsaros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. 
If you're planning on listing your home for sale, get your home updated and don't pay anything until the house sells. Really, it's that simple. Curbio, your first stop with your agent before you list the property and your one stop for getting everything from painting and flooring to full home renovations. Go to Curbio.com, sell your home for a higher list price and realize an average 215% return on investment. It's stress-free, it's turnkey, and the process is easy. Go to Curbio.com. Philadelphia Real Estate Classes is the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, serving all of Pennsylvania. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Their pre-licensing course has a $150 down payment to get started and a total cost of only $499, including the book, day, night, and weekend courses too. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. All right, welcome back to Good News from Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. So, are we at the end? So, Mark, we are up to our topic of the day. And the topic is Is the remodeling boom over or just on pause? Yeah, and it's been booming. And there's been a slowdown in the renovation <laughs> projects a little bit, settling after the pandemic fuel boom. Not at my house. <laughs> because, yeah, well, you got stuff going on. But there was a giant boom in this because everybody was sitting on so much equity, trillions of dollars of equity across the country. Yep. What was the number I gave out? Like 70-some percent of the houses in the country had no mortgage? As, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they were sitting on so much equity. So, what did they do? They were sitting around. They needed office space, this, that. And they started all kinds of renovations. So during that, Americans became ultra-focused on upgrading their homes, taking on remodeling, do-it-yourself projects in record numbers. But as the recession started after Biden, we had COVID, then Biden. I hate to get into it, but this inflation started day one when he cut off the gas lines, and it's just gotten worse ever since. You know what, too? And I'm getting a lot of misinformation about inflation. Inflation is also local, too. It's like everything else. I think inflation in Philly Metro is around 9%, not 7 like they're saying across the country. And seven's bad, but it's not as bad as when I bought my first house when it was 21. But <laughs> 7 or 9 is bad. That's a, it's the cruelest tax of all. But anyway, new data this week shows that home improvement giants like Lowe's, Home Depot are posting lower profits because there are some people that are slowing down with the improvements. They're also downgrading their sales outlook for the rest of the year. Home improvement experts say consumers are being jittery about the economy, and that's the problem with this inflation. When people get nervous, they don't spend money. I remember all the way back in 16, prior to that election, there was over $2 billion sitting on a fence in Philly Metro and trillions across the country. And when that election was over, the floodgates opened and all the cranes went up and the construction started. And we're in that situation again, and we got about 500 more days before this next presidential election. I don't care who it is, just somebody different. I think we'll be more optimistic and things will happen. But then you also had the elevated prices in material, all that backload. Remember that was going on when a two by four was 14 bucks. So, you know, some of that's come down. Lack of uh, skilled, uh, skilled employees is still an issue, you know. I see that guy. What's the guy that did the the show, Dirty Work, uh, Dirty Jobs? Like Dirty he's got work. a new show, Dirty Jobs on TV. 
uh, I forget his name. But anyway, he has a new show all about people in different industries. And that's one of the big problems. He had all these people that automatically went to college, didn't become electricians, plumbers, you know, whatever. And that industry is still lacking. Even if you want to do some projects, you might have a problem finding somebody to do the job. So is it all going to slow down? It's going to slow down a little bit. But I think down the road, when people start feeling a little more optimistic, I think it's it's going to pick back up and uh, later in the year because there's so much there's so much equity out there in these houses, and and with this low inventory, not that much houses on the market, and this lack of knowledge that we talk about every week with the forty eight percent of buyers, yep. and so then and then the sellers not knowing it's a great time to sell, so this. I think, oh, that's going to change very slowly. So a lot of people are, you know, staying put because they don't know. And you got a lot of aging homes, so they're going to do upgrades. That's why, like, companies like Curbio should do good as inventory starts picking up. Right. Hardly anybody knows about them. I keep telling lots of people. I glad they advertise on our show. But I keep telling a lot of agents about them, and nobody hears about them. They need to get the word out even more. We need uh, to have them get, come on. Yeah, they need to come back on and talk about it more. Because I explained to people, and I, I was I told about four or five investors about that this week, and they were like, "Really? I never. We never heard of them." And like the one guy had one, I wasn't sure if they would do, but but back to this topic, I think as as we get towards the end of twenty three, probably it'll start picking up a little better, and there's still a lot of people that are going to do projects. Maybe not as heavy as they were last year, but one of the problems, you know, it's uh, that they're concerned about selling their home in certain states. Citing concern needs too many repairs, outdated interiors, lacks of trendy fixtures, lack of curb appeal. Like they're all the kind of things you can do with that inventory, especially if you're going to sell. You hire a company like Curbio, and you can take care of all that stuff before you list the property and net more then you probably even think you were going to net. Right. And and some of these homes, these sellers that are sitting on the fences, they don't realize how much their houses are even worth. Like they're hearing about sales and they're hearing about some high prices or this and that. But a lot of them, unless some agent sat down and, and did the closing costs with them and, and then showed them comps, a lot of them would be shocked how much they could walk away from. Yeah, and they're going to find know. another, and they're going to find another house. It happens all the time. Like every client that you're probably dealing with sold a house and they bought one. Yep, it happens all the time. It's not like nobody's buying houses. It's just like the people out there that are uninformed. You know, they're like, especially some agents that I'm hearing complaining about this market. Yeah, well, if you don't talk to anybody, nothing's going to happen. So, like, pick up the phone, talk to everybody in your database. I guarantee you, somebody in there is thinking about selling, and th- somebody in there is thinking about buying. You just got to talk to them. It's consistency, but, and it's a numbers game for sure. Yeah, but like this whole thing, I think it'll start picking up again. I don't think it's it's. I think it's just more on pause than anything because of you know. I I, I hate to talk about the politics, but this administration makes people nervous. Very They're not nervous. sure. There, there's too many things going on that weren't going on before he got in there. And and some of the things he says, I just don't understand. 
Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Which I don't even. I'm not sure if he does. <laughs> when I read, I, when I saw him read that end of speech line at the end of the speech, I was like, "Oh my god!" Was that before or after he fell? Uh, anyway, that was before. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I think they learned their lesson and they stopped putting end of speech at the end of the speech. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark. So coming up next is our business segment with asking Doctor A. And I believe, are we still talking about why discs? Yeah. Okay. Hi, Dr. Abelson. How are you? I'm doing great, Mark. How are the two of you guys doing? Good. So we talked last great. week about, we, in the last two weeks, we talked about the D and we talked about the I personality. We finished that up. Right. And now we're at the two that really have the problems yes. with the phone. Yes. And talking to people, the S and the C. So we're going to do the S today. Yes. So tell us at first what the S personality is. And then why they have problems with this? Well, what happens with with the S's is, is uh, they're 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 very sensitive to other people. They're usually very concerned about the family. Uh, they're uh, they're they're slow to change. They like things to be systematic. Uh, they're typically very good at doing things, but they don't like to be doing too many things all at one time. Uh, one of the biggest problems that 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 the S behavioral style have is that they internalize comments. So they internalize when people hang up on them, all right? Or they internalize when people say no, uh, because, I mean, they understand that people are going to say no, but it just doesn't feel right. So it's very difficult for them. Uh, and the bottom line is S's are typically just very, very hard on themselves because have high expectations for themselves. Uh, and they internalize the negatives from other people. Well, the big thing I find out about S's in that are own or business people, why they don't want to make the call is they, they don't like, they see it as conflict. They try to do anything to avoid confrontation or any kind of negative feedback. So they think when they're calling people, they're going to be bothering them. That's one that I see the big time. The other one is they, you know, I tell them that they should use a script so they can keep it, simple and then i explain their diss to them why they don't want to make phone calls because s's don't like they're all about relationships they're great people they volunteer for everything they're very helpful but they don't like confrontation they see making a, a phone call as confrontation rather than you know sending an email or a calendar or a postcard or whatever they'd rather do that because well, you know they don't have to if somebody might say no that rejection thing. No, you're totally right. And there, there, the, there may be, you know, the, the issue regarding, regarding that it's the emotionality of, of, uh, of the response from the other person, uh, because they, they, they do want to be loved. They want to be liked and they want to make sure that, that they are doing the right thing. And, and there is no conflict, but there's always going to be conflict when you're making calls because you're interrupting people when they're doing something right. else. And I tell them, <laughs> listen, you say to them, the first line is, do you have a moment? Do you have a minute? And if they say, yes, I'm at work. If you can make it quick. All right. So that solves that problem. And then the other thing that they don't age, they don't understand. Most of the time, if you're in the real estate industry, you're not, you're not calling on up and asking them to buy or sell. What, what you do in the real estate industry, you call them up. And you say, hi, do you have a minute? It's Mark from so-and-so real estate company. I just called to let you know what's happening with the real estate market. You're coming from contribution. So once I explain that right. part to them, then they're like, oh, I'm helping these people. That's a great and point. They, and they want to help people. Yes, 
for sure. For sure. The S is like to help people and, and you're right on and you're doing a much better job today than I am regarding explaining what's going on <laughs> with, with S's. So you've ob- obviously gone through this many times, Mark. Yeah, since 2002, I've been fighting that battle. <laughs> <laughs> so well, let, me, let, let me make a suggestion to the people that are listening. If, if you're an S and it's by yourself, you, you need to make the call. If you're in a team, don't volunteer to do this type of stuff because it's not what your forte is. So do the types of things that, that are your forte. So in other words, uh, it, it's a callback, and you know you're going to be accepted when you do the callback, and then you establish and reaffirm and build that relationship because the S's are really great at doing that. Yeah, and the Abelson Group, what you do is you help companies hire and and then make people productive. So like the banking industry is the worst one for this. They hire people and throw them in the marketing department and they're cold calling. Now, when you're calling your database, your database is just everybody that you ever met in your phone or and your email. You met at least once. You're not, that's not a cold call. That's just somebody you met, but the banking industry is terrible. Their turnover is terrible because they hire these people and throw them in marketing well, and that happens six in real estate too, for sure. Yeah, but we need to sure. we need to end for today. So, if people are interested in our certification program, which we're starting in a couple of weeks, uh, or they have any questions or want to comment, just contact me at Abelson A B E L S O N at abelson.net. All right. If you have any questions, you can email them to eight zero two nine at comcast.net or give them a call at two six seven two six six fifty five zero one. You can also email me at Deanne Katsaris at Comcast.net or give me a call at 609-605-7153. That's one of my favorite topics. So a special thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in and our sponsors for uh, being on the air. If you want to join our sponsorship, it's not that expensive. Give me a call. We'll hook you up. We need. We got a big audience. We're on Odyssey. It's, it's a great show, and we are the only game in town. So with that, I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. You've been listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All All positive, positive, all all the time. Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate. If you'd like to contact Mark Cumberland or Deanne Katsaris or listen to any of their past shows, go to goodnewsinrealestate.com. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre-recorded.